Fight Freaks podcast. It's me. It's your boy, H-Town Hitler. And I'm joined by D-Raz, the Chinatown coon. D-Raz, let me know how you're doing. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, speak up a little bit. Talking to Michael. I'm you sorry. Something I'm, to say. Doing, I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, let's, let's start off just some really good news. Um, our father informed us of this, but uh, the yeah. Rolling Stones drummer died. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I woke up this morning. Was this today or yesterday? It might have been yesterday. Yeah, see, I don't know because when I woke up, I guess it was yesterday. I woke up and now it's been, I guess, today and it happened. It happened today as well. I was waking up to fireworks. There was fireworks. There was balloons. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it exactly would, would had transpired, but I knew it was something to that effect. And then, yeah, the drummer of Rolling Stones, he finally passed. Yeah, so I don't know was, what it was, man. Yesterday, I mean, I didn't even need the alarm. I popped right out of bed. I was feeling spry. I was moving. I was zooming. Yeah. It just felt different. You know, yesterday just felt different. And then I heard what happened and I thought, okay, well, you know, I guess that's why. Um, yeah. But yeah, I got my week off to, you know, just a nice little pick me up midweek. Uh, it was good news. Yeah, midweek is just what you need. It's just what I needed. Yeah, just what I needed. And like I said, we're celebrating over here in uh, Chinatown and uh, I'm sure all over the world they're rejoicing. I don't know how you could not. So. You know, big RIP to him, and we're happy to see him go. Yeah, well, we got, we got, we got, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm scrolling through some of the the note the notes that mm -hmm. uh, I keep throughout the week. You know, I you know just a little look behind the curtain for all the listeners out there. You know, throughout mm -hmm. the week, I, I keep track of my little thoughts. I, I use a little note memo app bullshit, and uh, but you know, I'm typing right off the dome. There's no grammar. There's no punctuation. I'm definitely not spell checking this. And a lot of it is like vile and abstract. You know, a lot of them is quite frankly, the racist ramblings. <laughs> and it's just for me to talk about. But when it's been like 48 hours, I'll look at the note and I'm thinking, what the fuck is this even supposed to mean? Mm -hmm. uh, there's just N words and slurs. And, oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But no, we're, well, now, you know, we can filter it out as we talk. But uh, look, let's start hot, man. I want to talk a little boxing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to jump right into Pacquiao Ugas. We got a little appetizer first. Okay. Uh, a, a, a tr truly a, a breaking story, but uh, not at all shocking. Uh, actually, the only surprising thing about the story is, is uh, how long it took uh, to happen. But uh, uh, Germangelo Charlo, uh, brother of Lamangelo Charlo. Uh, actually, I don't even know which one is which or which one did this. Uh, this was Germangelo, uh, which is the bigger one, the 160. Okay, yeah, Jamangelo. He uh, look. He's let's be frank. He's the middleweight champion in the world. He's in the uh, top one percent earners in the U.S. Right? I would think this guy's a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I guess he just didn't want to. Uh, he, he took the boys out for a, a dinner somewhere. Uh, ran up a huge big ass tab, and uh, got the card declined a couple of times. Okay, the waitress goes back and forth. You know, Mr. Charlo, your insufficient funds, whatever, <laughs> you know, shit happens. A lot of ways that he could have went about it. And uh, what he do instead? He fucking injures the waitress. They're making <laughs> threats. He pushes himself out there. He takes the little binder to get his identification back. Cause, you know, they take your license when they uh, start a tab. He took that back. He took the change from all the tables, uh, uh, went back to his car. And now he's looking at three felonies. <laughs> And it's just hilarious, you know, uh, it, it's it's just hilarious. It's like, you know, the, the crime rate, like you, you can't change your genetics, whatever yeah, you're predisposed to, to me. And you it know, doesn't matter if you're wearing Armani suits, 
Oh, you know, it's uh, funny. I thought Mark Jacob you, watches. Yeah, I thought about that as me or you. You know what would happen if you know? Because uh, apparently that happened when uh, Jamal or the other the younger, but that was his fight. His recent, he got his ass kicked by Brian Castano. That you know that five foot five Argentinian midget. Yeah, you know that one. Yeah, yeah. that he got his ass kicked, and then uh, that's that was apparently that was the day before the fight that happened. You know, they were out celebrating. They were in San Antonio. They were celebrating. You know, they're having yeah. a good time. So I just think that that would be fun. I imagine you doing. I could. I could easily see you doing something like that. What attacking the waitress? <laughs> well, he. You know, he accused her of stealing his card. I'll say this. I'll say this. I do, in some way, empathize with the situation because, look, me and my wife, we've been together almost ten years, and I can think of some very specific dates in the past, especially early in our tenure, where I knew that check was coming. <laughs> And I knew I had, you know, I was like, man, I got 15 bucks in this account, <laughs> you know, so I'm planning my next move. I don't know how this is going to work out, but I was never thinking that I'm going to get up and uppercut this bitch or I'm going to fight my way her? out of there. Did not. Did he hit her? He injured her, her fucking ACL, MCL. I don't know what he did. A fucking leg lock on her. That would never cross my mind. It's not like I'm going to fucking I got to shoot my way out of this. Or I'm going to steal the fucking money on the, well, you know, I never. The question, H, uh, what did you do? What happened? Well, I want to hear the ending to that story. Yeah, I think by the grace of God, I mean, one time in particular, it was, <laughs> you remember how big playoff basketball used to be in Oklahoma? Yeah. And uh, we were watching a, uh, a Thunder game. I think it was one of, I, th I think it was the, the finals, you know, uh, uh, Thunder versus Heat that year, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it was one of the games, uh, might have been a home game. I think it was a home game. But the one where Westbrook goes absolutely off, almost gets 50 points, and uh, mm -hmm. we still lost. <laughs> and I remember, you know, she had texted me the day like, hey, you know, let's go meet up at this bar and, and and watch the game. And, you know, so I said, OK, yeah, let's go. But I know I don't have any money or very little. <laughs> so I think the way I got it is and this is like I went in there knowing that. And I didn't know if Charlo knew his situation, but I kind of made a lot of audibles during the dates kind of to like just barely make it like, OK, I'm not going to eat dinner here. I'm not going to tell her not to order, but I'm not going to order anything. I'll order maybe one beer to keep it festive, but I wasn't going to like <laughs> order multiple. So I kind of let her like at one point she wanted to get like a little bucket of beers hey, or H, whatever. H, can you save the story? Hank? Can you save the story for just one second? Keep telling the fans. What do you mean? Save the story for just well, one second. Hang on, I have to step off from the keyboard. So what am I supposed to keep telling the people? Well, just fucking. Well, you're not a professional. Can you say something for 10 minutes? 10 minutes? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. But can you get uh, just for like one minute, 60 seconds, 70 right, seconds? I'll just press pause. I mean, we have technology. All right, All right, I'm going to pause yeah. it. When we come back, I'll finish. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks to uh, D-Raz over there. We had to break up the story, but I'm back now. Yeah, look. So I, are I, you getting beers to keep it festive? No, I had one beer. You know, I don't want to uh, act. You know, I'm just going to say, hey, I don't feel good. You know, I'm um, going to put a smile on, kind of make it seem like, hey, I'm just there to keep you happy tonight. You know, uh, yeah, I want to go out on this date. But no, yeah, I, I didn't want to say I was broke, but I was just going to order one beer. I'm not going to order dinner. So she gets hungry. She orders an appetizer. At some point, she's like, hey, let's get several beers. Let's do a bucket. That'd be cheaper. And I'm thinking, like, oh, fuck. OK, <laughs> so, you know, we do that. We do that. But I'm mitigating it. You know, I'm not ordering things I would normally order. And when it comes time. Uh, uh, to pay that check, you know, by the grace of God, it, it all went through. But I'm already thinking in my head, like, OK, yeah, I'm going to act surprised. I'm going to act shocked. I'm going <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to, oh, you, you know, act, act like that. But it never was I thinking I'm going to get up and start fucking fighting everybody. <laughs> 
you look, know? For that's, you admit it's just that's just one way to skin a cat, what you did, you know. You yeah, I, that, there's a thousand ways to bake this cake, but I don't think any of the proper methods would ever be get them and fucking fight everybody, especially when you're this guy. It just, yeah, it just when makes you should no have had the, when you should have been able to cover the bill. Not, it's not about covering the bill. Shit happens. There has to be another way. <laughs> he he brought a whole tribe of people. Does do any of the twenty Jamangelos? Do we have enough to cover this? Any of them? Can we pull? Can we pull our shit? Yes, yeah, something. Can we pull our shit and cover this? <laughs> hey, I'm sure he wore a hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Hey, I give you this fuck. I mean, anything could have happened. Now, this has been coming to my head. The question now, if you were there and there are no laws, all right? Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. If you were there and there were no laws and you had, um, let's say, a, a Beretta or, you know, a, something with a lot of power, you yeah. know, uh, a, a Desert Eagle, something that will completely eviscerate your target. And you can take that shot and you can get him, you know, for his... Uh, transgressions against the rest it depends where i'm at if i'm in like 1960s mobile alabama i'm taking that shot oh, you're but, in this you're in san antonio texas you're no. at this uh tgi fridays or this uh pt's uh pub and grill that he was at and uh you can kill him right then and there there's no law and that's the rule that everyone knows everyone knows that pt's when you know that, well, let's just say for instance you could kill him he could be dead yeah would you do that in that setting no because the environment is still not in my favor uh, you know, if, if we were in if, if we were in Afghanistan, somewhere like that, where I think that I could easily manipulate the crowd of everybody, you know, to see see where I'm coming from. Yeah. Well, what if you could arrange for him to be hit by a car the moment he he's he's he leaves the restaurant? And it's not you. You don't. No one knows. You know, to, to everyone else, it's just a freak accident that you know a, a Crown Victoria came speeding and you know. Oh, I would have done it. Him. I would have done it years ago. Yeah, yeah. The, the I, first I, time I, I saw him get, being interviewed by Eli Sekbuck and he was wearing that fucking beekeeper's outfit, I would have arranged the hit. I mean, a long time, years ago. Yeah, well, I, now, I just yeah. want to say this quick, too. You know, everybody will always say, look, hit, it's an economic thing. It's not a race thing. It's because they're poor. That's where the crime is. I'm just going to kindly remind everybody the poorest white county in America has less crime per capita than the richest black county in America. Is there such a thing that's almost like an oxymoron hit? No, they're the yeah, no, no, no. This is empirical. But no, is there such a thing as an affluent uh, black neighborhood? There's there's several in no, America. No, there's not. There's a there's a couple of expensive areas in Atlanta. Yeah, those they're not those would be, you know who occupies those areas though. No, there there are a couple of areas that f very small, but they're what I'm saying is the crime rate in these areas, it's a more dangerous neighborhood than uh no, the, I agree the with you. I agree zone. with the sediment. I'm just saying I yes, don't it real, it's it, real. I agree with the sediment. I would it's like real. to see these neighborhoods. I don't know. Well, how uh, 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 who have, lives there? Not doctors. Well, what 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 professions do they have? Uh, we'll continue this next episode. I'm gonna bring my notes and I'll bring lay it notes, on because I, I would have to be yeah, yeah. here. Are they doctors? You know they're not doctors. How many of them have you seen? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move this along. I'm, I'm gonna get to to, to to the next. Did you have anything to add to that? No, you know I no. I'm just saying I'll, I'll admit. Uh, you know I'm a lot younger than you, but uh, I've been in plenty of those moments. I actually there's a funny thing that I remember one. Yeah, time. I would think that your life is a constant revolving door. <laughs> those moments. Yeah, you know what? I, Am I wrong I, in thinking that? 
No, you're. It's funny you bring it up because, like, you know, you, you're you're a fledgling boxer. Haven't had your first fight yet. It's gonna come soon. Mm-hmm. But I, just knowing you, I, I I feel like you are always in a juggling act. We're always on the losing end. In these, well, types it's of situations. not always on the losing end. But I will admit that when you, bring if it not in the losing end, you're doing something that's gonna bury you for next week. Well, you you know. Y- you bring up these stories about these things happening and stuff like that. And then it makes me think kind of, and when you bring it up, I was thinking to myself, like, man, you know, now when I really sit down and think about it, they don't even register to me like that because it, ha- it happens so frequently. Yeah, that's Monday. That, that's Tuesday. Yeah. That, <laughs> that doesn't really register with me that, Oh, this is a bad situation. Uh, but no, they've been happening pretty much my whole life. And you know, I think about me and you and we, we of course have the same parents and I think like, Oh, wow, I inherited this and you inherited that, you know, oh, this is a, and then I think, you know, I, I do, you do have better money management skills than I do. And I certainly, um, and mine are not strong. Let that be known to everybody. Compared to mine, they're, you know, I've always thought, you know, very fiscally responsible compared to me. Uh, but, uh, but uh, I do think I, I always, I remember one of the first times this ever happened, I was out with someone. I don't remember, but uh, I remember I, I was footing the bill for everybody. And uh, <laughs> we were that's a common get... thread with these types of people, too. I remember we were just getting drinks. It was the whole like not. And then we were like, this is, I was like 18 or something. So we were, we were like getting like milkshakes, not even like alcoholic drinks. Everybody, everybody was. And then uh, <laughs> I remember somebody uh, interject like right at the, you know, I had already done the math in my head that it had been fine. Uh <laughs> If we all just get milkshakes, there's no issue there. And then we all did. And then someone at the very last second interjected. Because then I, I, you know, of course, asked, like, well, does anyone want anything to eat? Like, you know, it's no big deal. But, you know, everyone's, you're just supposed to say no, you know. And then, of course, someone interjected in the very last second and said, oh, I'll take some fries. You know, I'll just take a small, a small fry. <laughs> and uh, what do you do in that moment? Uh, H, is that, you know, I mean, what do you, do you say no or do you? I mean, what do you do? What would you do in a situation? I would not have offered, but I, I, I would casually like <laughs> go fuck yourself. But uh, uh, I'd say something like that to try to try to keep it light. Like well, I have the money. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't someone I could have said that to. Uh, just leave it at that. But um, what was he gonna say? Uh, so, anyway, so what happens? So what happens? You know, they they ring it up. You know, I <laughs> I, sh- I shakily hand. <laughs> this is at McDonald's or something too. It's one thing to get to <laughs> shut down in a nice restaurant or something like that, but at the McDonald's, it's it's not a good look. Yeah, I'd rather get <laughs> shut down in the McDonald's where someone, they're not gonna like arrest you and you didn't have to give them your ID. You could just run out, dude. Yeah, All right, fuck it. Don't make don't make the fries then. Yeah, don't make the shakes then. <laughs> hey guys, I fucked up. It's easier than a restaurant. We've already ate the food. And then you have like some <laughs> legal said, obligation. Said, Don't make the shakes. Then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, that's that's real bad. That's that's just the type of logic we don't like for or, or that's the stuff we're out here talking about. See, you're way more of a minority than I am. I am no <laughs> oh, you know, you look more like a minority and you certainly think more like one because you that's not that I would have like not have gotten Okay, fuck it. Yeah, no shakes. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened with you? What, what happened? Well, anyways, I shakily hand the card over, and I'm thinking there's a few, there's a 50-50 chance this whole thing goes down right here. And when you're 18, you know that, or 17 or whatever, you know that's going to be a big hit to your reputation. And uh, well, anyway, you know, by the grace of God, it does go through, and it went through, and everything. And then uh, 
we had a good time and it was actually you know it was actually great it all worked out well and then i was thinking you know just for giggles i wonder uh, maybe i had more than i had i went to check my card at the atm the very next day like the next morning i cost you 130 dollars that (laughs) costed you 130 (laughs) dollars that insufficient fund fee (laughs) no no i had a one penny left in the account (laughs) or maybe i had either one it was either one penny or zero cents it was exactly the amount i had I remember thinking, like, God, I'm in the sigh of relief, my breath, like, oh, man. I felt like someone, you know, shot a bullet at me, and the bullet just whizzed right by my head and hit the wall behind me. That's what I felt like. I, dude, like, oh, I, I remember, like, the ways that I used to think about finances when I was in, like, you know, like a senior in high school versus now. Like, I, I remember, like, one platitude that it was, like, ingrained in my head was that, like, yeah, it looks really good to get insufficient funds and pay them off because then it shows them that like, Hey, this dude's good for the money, <laughs> you know? So I thought that like was helping my credit. Like, Oh yeah, I pay that shit off all the time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, did you come up with that on your own or did someone tell you that? I think I had some conversations with people and it just kind of, you know, further solidified it. I, I remember also too, like, it, I mean, some, sometimes like I knew I had no gas and I knew I had no money, but as long as I had like, three dollars in there i knew that the gas station was just like i don't think it's like that anymore you know but you could swipe it and it would just like charge you a dollar and then later on it would charge you like you know after processes and all that it would charge you however much you pumped but as long as you just had a dollar you could use that card (laughs) and uh so yeah man there's times where i'd fill up my tank you know fucking 55 dollars and i only had one dollar and then you get charged at 35 so it's 86 dollars for that gas you know but you know I, I mean that was like a running thread for years not years but months you know oh okay see when you say years i don't think that's too long because yeah i've had these type of financial Decade. woes following me for years yeah years, yeah, yeah. years and you know the way things are going now it's yeah it looks like that you know that's the way be the rest of his life it's going to be like that so, you know, hopefully out there, if any of the super fight freaks, you know, are better with their finances and they have any advice they can give, um, they can give me, that'd be great because, uh, <clears throat> you know, for as good as I am at fighting, you know, I do have a lot of shortcomings uh, <laughs> with fiscal responsibility. Dude, I remember one time and specifically, and I'm not going to say why, but for some reason I needed a, a motel room and I needed it ASAP, but I knew I didn't have the money for it, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> So when it came time to buy that motel room, I knew that it wasn't going to go through. I knew I didn't have the cash for it. I knew it was going to get declined, but I still went and did the whole charade and then walked back out to the car like, yeah, I don't know. I got to call my bank. I don't know what the fuck happened. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I've done that before. I've done moves like that before, too, where uh, you you know that it, you it's going to well, no, I don't good do it to that extent. I, I think I have more pride for whatever reason <laughs> than to do it like that. I've never been caught like that. But, but I've, dude, I've seen before. businessmen or people with nice suits be like, yeah, what the fuck? The bank or whatever. Let me call the bank. You know, I was doing one of those. <laughs> yeah. things. Well, they're not talking about fucking their their chase secure checking <laughs> account or whatever. Yeah, they're talking about something a little different, I think. But uh <laughs> They're not talking about their Tinker Federal Credit Union <laughs> account not working. <laughs> but uh, no, I've done that before where I'll, I'll set up where we're all going to the movies. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, let's we're going to go to the 1130 showing. And I know damn well that that movie theater closes at 9 p.m. So we, when we get there at 1130, 
um you know there's not even a car in the parking lot it's, it's so late that they the crew that works there is already they already going home. Went home yeah they've already gone home. so yeah you gotta you got to i figured out i've carved out a niche in this low income world yeah well don't don't say a lot of these tricks too loudly because you know because I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I still know you're, you're going to need some of these deceptions. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't want to. No, I know. In front of the right crowd. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll, let's talk about some real boxing system. Uh, you know, j- just for a moment, man. Uh, Pacquiao versus Ugas. It came and went. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought a lot about that fight, man. You know, and uh, of course, last week I said that, you know, I thought Ugas was going to uh, get his ass whooped. You know, I, I thought Pacquiao was going to definitively lay the stamp down on him. And, you know, the reason why I thought that, you know, it was just about the Porter fight, you know, like Porter was so successful, even though that fight was extremely close. And I thought probably Ugas did maybe edge him out, mm-hmm. but Porter was so successful in uh, switching gears. You know, he would spastically double jab, triple jab, like box really diligently for 30 seconds. And then he would turn it on and bum rush uh, Ugas. And Ugas usually just was handcuffed in those moments. He didn't yeah. really pick his spots very well. Now, uh, at this point in their career, you know, uh, uh, Sean Porter is way more physical than Pacquiao. But uh, I, I just thought that in spots, Pacquiao was going to be able to overwhelm Ugas. And instead, you know, in my opinion, what we saw was Ugas managed the distance so well. And, and uh, you know, he was not only hitting Pacquiao on his way in, he was hitting Pacquiao on the way out. So I didn't foresee that happening. And then second, uh, I, you know, I mean, yeah, I know he's 42 and I know we hadn't seen him in two years, but I still thought he had a little music left to make. And I, and I thought he was going to be able to use his footwork more. And man, Pacquiao was right in front of him all night. You know, and that's not that Pacquiao that I or anybody else thinks of when you think of Manny Pacquiao. So uh, Ugas just being so zoned into the minutia of the distance control, the distance management. Factor that in with Pacquiao also not using his footwork. It was a really rough night for Pacquiao, man. And I thought the only thing that that uh, held him, you know, that that kept him upright all night was uh, his experience in, in just yeah. who he is. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I thought he went out like a champ. I, 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 I see this almost as a good performance for him, you know. But, like, to yeah, me, yeah. in some ways, I found it impressive that he could be so outmatched, so – not on the same level as Ugas, but just by wit and fight IQ and who he was, he managed to have moments even late in the fight, you know, and, and I, I, I was impressive Pacquiao, uh, you know, he's clearly not the same guy who he was even still five years ago. Punches was, yeah, even five years ago, but yeah, still through a lot. Of I was very impressive Pacquiao. Effort. Yeah. Yeah. While also, fight. you know, knowing that, Hey, this is not the same Pacquiao, you know, it would be different if it was the Pacquiao that, we all know and love that got shut down, but it wasn't. No, no, yeah, and I think if that was, if it was the best, better Pacquiao from five or ten years ago, who knows? Yeah, I think he wins pretty, pretty. Go- he, he wins going it's away. At least but, a very different fight, you know. Yeah, a very different fight, but um, I think it was going to always be a tough matchup for Pacquiao. It's a tough style yeah. for him. That's but- one thing we both said last week too was that this is not really a style that Pacquiao's fought. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, he did good, and he threw a lot of punches. Was still very well conditioned, and you know, I you know, this is just me uh, being like a romantic or uh, whatever. But I, I I would love for him to go out. Uh, you know, I think he can still compete. He still looks good to me. He still can beat a lot of guys, and I would love for him to have one more fight and go out on a on a high note. But 
you know, when, when you reached his legacy and his level. And yeah, exactly, done, man. I don't matter. Exactly. I don't think any different in the sky, uh, yeah. no matter what happened in there for Ugas, especially going out the way he went out. I, I don't think any less of him. And I don't think it would prove anything. Yeah. Okay, who's a guy who, who he could beat right now in the welterweight division who he could really put a stamp on? You know, well, look, Robert Guerrero just won a fight. So he, he could have, he could go out on Robert. I'm sure Guerrero okay, would yeah. take the fight. Yeah, but it wouldn't add anything. It wouldn't change no, it anything. Would it, it wouldn't be the way I want to see Pacquiao go out. You know, maybe I'm just forbid, He doesn't look good in that fight. And you're like, damn, I wish he would have just. Yeah, yeah, the there's no reason. You know, I already yeah. think as high of you as I can think. You know, it, it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would rather see him going out, you know, and like I said, I, I found this performance impressive for what it was. It's, it's the honestly, same way. This against, is exactly what you want from a champion like that. Or it's just like the wrestling, like the Undertaker. And the most exactly. On your back. Put it's somebody like, over. He put someone over. But, yeah, he, he didn't do it in Barry. You know, he gave all he had looked impressive. Still looked like, wow, that's a very formidable guy. It's just not the same one guy. It's not the same guy anymore. It's, so it's the same lose. way I felt with uh, Lomachenko Perfect. against uh, uh, who, who was that guy? Lopez, Teofimo Lopez? Teofimo Lopez, yeah. When that fight was done, uh, uh, yeah, I thought Teofimo Lopez soundly won, but I left being very impressive Lomachenko. Yeah. And uh, it's the same, same way, way here. Yeah. And it's it's really how I felt, too, against uh, Bernard Hopkins going out against Kovalev. You know, Bernard Hopkins was like, hey, who's the biggest, who's the baddest motherfucker here? Okay, Sergey Kovalev, let's do it. He got dominated. He had a really rough, rough 12 rounds. I mean, he got his ass whooped in that fight, but I was yeah. still impressed. Yeah, and that's you know, how you want to end it. Yeah, that, yeah, right. that's how you want to end it. Yeah, there's no no reason to come back and do it again. You know, you don't got to yeah. put any smoke in mirrors. You've never been that before. Do you know where Hopkins did decide to end it? Do you know if he ended it right there or kept going? Uh, yeah, he should have. Didn't he? He ended it when he fought that Danny Green dude, huh? J- Joe Smith. Joe Smith. Joe Smith. Same yeah. thing. Him and the Danny very Green. Next fight, he came against Joe Smith. And hey, talk a little more clearly than that. It's breaking up big. Yeah, time. yeah. It was against Joe Smith, and he went out on a much more sour note than that Kovalev fight. Yeah, I don't even consider. Yeah, that's not how you want to go out. You know, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to see him get fucking leveled against. Uh, uh, who, who's that guy that broke uh, um, uh, Victor Ortiz's jaw when Victor Ortiz was Jose Cito Lopez? Yeah, when he pretended his jaw was broke like a coward. Yeah, Jose <laughs> Lopez. I, I, I would hate to see fucking. Josecito Lopez stop Manny Pacquiao in eight rounds or something. Well, that's what happened to Kovalev. Yeah. But, you know, Joseph Jr., uh, while we're talking about boxing, he 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 did win a world title just yeah. recently. Now he's a champion, and he's about to defend his world title in uh, October. He's defending his world title. That's not quite putting oh. the next guy over. That's more like going out on a squash match, though. <laughs> yeah, I was just... Or that, that'd be, that, that, you know, that's like... Rick Flair going out in a fucking hardcore match against, you know, Zack Ryder. I was just about to say that. Yeah, that's not putting the next guy over. That's like coming back for a mud show. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. That's like coming back for a mud show. And obviously you're not you, we can't let you win. Yeah, that's literally yeah, that's like when you know, Mick Foley comes back to uh, do do an Inferno match against Kurt Hawkins. Or whatever. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it gets like, a fine guy, but I mean, come on, yeah. dude. Kurt Hawkins, Zach Ryder, and who? Danny Green. What's his name? Just <laughs> that's the same tier, dude. I don't care who's undefeated. Well, or I'm what. trying to find an example of that happening. I don't know if that has happened, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not like putting the next guy over, certainly. But that that is what Pacquiao did, and and um, see, part of me, even though I know it's wrong, I wanted to go out on a high note, but I know it's not necessary. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um. Anything? Oh, let's talk about this. I think for sure. Now seeing what we saw, I think Spence would have had a really good performance if he's all there. If he's the guy he was several years ago, I think he would have had a really good performance against Pacquiao. Pacquiao standing in front of Spence, not being very mobile. 
I think Spence. Uh, he was throwing a lot of punches. I mean, Pacquiao still threw. You know, he was busy. But yeah, I think he would not have won against. Yeah, Spence. okay, I think that's fair to say. Maybe not get his ass whooped because I, I mean, defensively, Ugas was so sound. Yeah, and I'm not oh, sure man. Spence would have been as you know defensively sound. But he's younger. He's tougher. He's meaner. Uh, yeah, I, I think it would have been a rough night for Pacquiao, no matter who was stepping in that those ropes, man. That being said, I think Spence is going to avoid Ugas. There's no reason for you know he's that he's still he's not going to take that chance because Ugas certainly was a big risk and no reward, and perhaps he's a little bit better reward now, but still not a household name by any stretch. Yeah, he's gonna. I think he's gonna wait till those wheels fall off for sure. He's, he's gonna, gonna wait need somebody else to do it. So he's about 38. Then you know maybe he'll take the fight maybe so who knows but i like this i, I saw this fucking uh you know the little google algorithm was at work and it like was uh promoting some uh um mud show fucking hotel room interview that spence just did and it was almost like it was like a psychotic episode like you just saw the trans the transcribing of what was said because he was like why would i do that huh i mean people people are saying why would i intentionally do that why would i intentionally do that the biggest fight of my career against Manny Pacquiao. He's a legend. He's he's a this. All the money would have made a pay per view. Why 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 would I have done that? Why would I have pulled out on purpose? You know, it's like, well, why did you pull out on purpose? <laughs> you know, like you know, yeah. Why did you do it? <laughs> that, that's we all are wondering that you dumb sack of shit. <laughs> well, he said his eye was hurt. And sometimes, you know, with these people, and I'm putting quotations with these Americans. I'm putting quotations around that uh, or air quotes. Um, people. <laughs> yeah uh, you know it's like you could tell this is one of the first times he's kind of had that inner dialogue you know and he's not sure how to fucking deal with it so he just shits it all out in a fucking interview the first little mud show the first well, time somebody puts an iphone 6 in his face he fucking lets well, out his inner what, dialogue man, i love you know? that uh, and i hate that you know i really hate those type of things and i was telling you off air i was talking about a show i'm watching on netflix and obviously there's a lot of people from that type of background and um you know and air quotes around people yeah air quotes around people and all that and uh, there's a you know an example that and who are we talking about exactly just in case this is somebody's first episode oh i am not at liberty to say <laughs> but I, I think we all know but uh, uh anyway uh back to what i'm saying i was watching a show on, on netflix i told you about and other people and you know, they can put the piece together and find the show um but he's a coach of these 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 athletes and the, the the producer asked them you know about he kicked the player off the team just he yeah. kicked them very in front of everyone he kind of embarrassed them and he said you can get the fuck out of here get the fuck you know, go back to fucking florida get the fuck out of here real real rude and embarrassed him kicked them off and then you know later he's in his office on his phone the coach and then they asked him this is a white guy the coach and the producer asked him like oh did you you know what, what you kicked bobby off what happened to bobby and he's like yeah i kicked him off today and then they were like, oh, so he's off the team for good. And he kind of laughed. And he's like, no. He was like, you know, he was like, uh, I just didn't like, didn't like the way he looked. He didn't like the way he fucking looked. So he's like, I kicked him off. He's like, but then he kind of went on. He's like, you know, most of these people, and he said this, and most people, people like him, you know, air quotes around people. He's like, people like him. He's like, you know, they've just been told everything they want to hear their whole lives. They've never been challenged. They've never been questioned. He's like, no one's ever gave it back to them. <laughs> He's like, so that's what I have to do. And he's like, that's what I have to do with these guys. If they're ever going to make it to the next level, if they can ever handle it. He's like, I have to give it back to them. He's like, and if they can handle it, then they can leave. He's like, obviously, he's like, most of these guys aren't going to be able to handle it. He's like, that's why they are. You know, that's why they're where they're. That's why they're in junior college. Because they can't handle it. Like, that's so nice. Giving it back to them. And, you know, it goes back to what you said. I'm sure Spence has been told, he, you know, he's the best thing since sliced bread his whole life. So when, when Ellie Secback, uh, you know, 
his in his squeaky voice asks the question if his eyes really hurt. I'm sure, you know, Spence uh, it feels like he's been stabbed in the back by one of his best friends when Ali Sekak yeah. says that to him. So I'm not surprised that that's how he responded. Well, uh, fuck him. How about that? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I hope he gets hit by a car. I hope he flips another car. Uh, sp- speaking of looking on the bright side of things, I think I'm going to start doing transitions like that. Right? I'm just going to say speaking of and just going into it, even even though we didn't speak on it. That's a little all look right. behind the curtains for all you guys wondering out there how to run a show well, like this. You guys want to get into broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Okay, so speaking of, uh, uh, you know, just putting a happy face on and just trudging through it, um, uh, CM Punk, you know, he made his return to wrestling. You know, he's back. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's the good times again. Let the good times roll, baby. He mm-hmm. came back. He did his two promos. One is like <laughs> on his second appearance on AEW. Uh, uh, we're gonna talk a little wrestling, obviously. Uh, uh, you know, so all, all you real fight freaks out there, you know, just kick back, sit, sit back a little bit, relax while we talk about some fake shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really, boxing is. I, I think actually that's that's one of the biggest works in the game right now because boxing is some of the fakest shit actually. Yeah. So you know, you're I think it's anyone. actually more based to, to like wrestling and acknowledge you're being worked. Than to work yeah, yourself into a shoot like boxing some fans. level, some cognitive ability, some level of awareness. You know, to think you're watching boxing and think these are the these are the toughest, manliest men in the world. I mean, that's you know, you're fucking kidding yourself. So at least, yeah, to, to watch wrestling and acknowledge that like these guys are pussies and you know, fucking it's it's fucking gay. I, you know, to to watch it in a self-deprecating manner, I think that is about as base as you can possibly get in this day and age. Exactly, and that's for our our Hispanic fans out there. Uh, it's absolutely basado. It means based. Okay. Um, okay. So ch- ch- trying to put a happy face on <laughs> on uh, CM Punk's uh, uh, second appearance in AEW is on um, Dynamite, right? AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. When he's doing his entrance, you know, everybody's rocking out. Everybody's good time, happy. Everybody's blowing the fucking roof off. And <laughs> there was a uh, a guy in the stands. He uh, was a real skinny, scrawny motherfucker with a fade, an older white guy, you know, kind of looked like a drug dealer. And he was wearing, had to be at least a, and he's bone skinny, dude. And he was wearing at least a triple XL CM Punk <laughs> shirt. It almost looked like he knows like a fat fucking super fan that gave him like an extra one. And so, so he's wearing this. It looks like a fucking nightgown on him. And, and, anybody, anybody go back and watch that. Oh, watch CM Punk's that. entrance in AEW Dynamite. And he's going to be sitting there holding a the cold is one. Second appearance? Uh, first appearance on Dynamite. Second appearance in AEW. Overall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's during the entrance. You know, the little guitar lick is playing. They're panning the crowd. And this white dude, you know, he's wearing a triple XL. Uh, he's about six foot four. And looks like he weighs about 120 pounds. And uh, he's kind of just nodding. You know, he's kind of just nodding to the beat of the music. Almost like the bass line of the song. He's kind of just nodding in rhythm to that. Doesn't look too excited. Doesn't look too bummed out either. And he just looks like, you know, this guy's just marching through his day. He just got off work, threw on, <laughs> threw on that nightgown. So he's not getting too high or too low. Yeah, yeah. He's keeping a real even keeled. And uh, th- th- that's just something I wrote down. I was like, man, I, I got to get the freaks on this. So everybody out there, go and watch that dynamite entrance and look for this fuck. He's wearing a fucking nightgown. Um, I also wanted to talk about this is what this is when I said that seg- segue, like looking at a shit situation and trying to be positive. I was actually thinking about this clip, not the one that just happened. Oh, okay. not the one I just talked about. But uh, this was during SummerSlam, right? <laughs> so all, all the sick fucks that were in Vegas watching uh, SummerSlam. <laughs> what is that arena called? What is that? Is that where the Raiders you, play? Yeah, it's where the Raiders play. It's actually also where the UNLV running Rebels play. 
Okay, great. The UNLV running Rebels play there, and so do the Raiders. It's called the Allegiant Stadium. Okay. And uh, there was a guy, you know, a lot of people will record their view from the seats, you know, and mm-hmm. put it up there the next day on YouTube. And uh, this guy was, like, recording all the high spots, you know, Edger's entrance, you know, fucking Bailey's entrance, I guess, the Brock Lesnar return, mm-hmm. all that kind Becky of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I almost thought that, like, when this shit loaded up, you could see the entire arena below him. So I thought this was like footage from a drone at first because I was thinking like, there's no way you could possibly. I mean, this is like fucking Spider-Man on the top of the building looking down. Like it is like no way that this was from a seat. And uh, I realized this motherfucker had to be in the last row at the <laughs> highest fucking point of this place. At that right? point, who even sits in the last row? Why don't you just walk down a few rows? I mean, I'm sure the first, the <laughs> last up, 20 rows are... Hold up, man. Open. Hold up. Uh, hold up. So <laughs> he's in the last row. So uh, and he was marking out, man. And you could tell from the voice, it's a grown, it's a grown man. <laughs> now I don't know if it's because he was so close to the speakers, or if he had it loaded up, <laughs> or if he had the pay per view loaded up on the WWE Network on like another phone, because you could hear the commentary perfectly. So I don't know if they I don't think they plugged it into the speaker. So I'm thinking he had like a tablet, too, that he what? was watching. Yeah, he must have had a tablet, too, to have it pulled up. Yeah, because I could yeah. hear the commentary and uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> and like I said, you could see the whole fucking arena and all the way. I mean, the the it's like a fucking ant. You know, it looks like there's two little ants <laughs> wrestling in, in this little while you can't see shit. And uh <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, there's a, there's, you can look at the screens, right? One of the screens was pretty big. Yeah, it'd be like if you were at a restaurant and they had like one of the TVs turned. He was so far away from it, but th- <laughs> that's what it looked like. Like if you're at Buffalo Wild Wings and they have one of the TVs turned to, to SummerSlam, it's kind of like that across the room. Yeah. But he was man, this dude was just living his best. Like, he was convincing himself this was this was a good time. And then, you know, you know, the WWE show is like six hours, so he's been up there all day, <laughs> <laughs> like getting lightheaded, probably lack of oxygen up there. Yeah, was, so Seth Rollins, he's probably winded too. So Seth, there's no, so Seth Rollins is like in the ring, and it's like you know it's Seth Rollins because of the music, and you could kind of make out that there's like a there's person, a there's something moving around in this little white box <laughs> down there, and then uh, the brood music starts playing, and you're so high up, you know, Edge came back with his little brood gimmick, so he comes up through the stage, you know, like with the fire ring. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he came back as that. So that, I mean, that was pretty. Oh, that's, that's sick. That's no, that really is cool. a sick moment, but you can't see any of that shit from way up there. All you can do is all you can hear is the brood music. And so when the brood music comes, he's marking on like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, he's screaming, fuck, this is so cool. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what's so cool? You can't even if you couldn't Just hear go it, home. If, the- if you Just couldn't go- hear it, there's no way you'd be able to tell me what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think he lived in Vegas? I really hope he was a local. <laughs> so I hope he didn't fly out for that. And I'm thinking, like, the only way he knows who was winning and losing is by the music being played, you know, because <laughs> you can't see shit up there, dude. <laughs> well, he could see the TV. I mean, come on, give, give him some credit. Here. <laughs> I guess so. And he can hear the commentary. Oh, well, I guess he's watching the show. He's, he's got- watching the TV. <laughs> yeah, he's watching the tablet because he you can hear. No, the I'm talking about the big screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, so I and you know the vendors aren't coming up there to sell shit, and 
I don't know, man. I didn't hear was anybody there other else around him. It was hard to way? tell. He was just so high. It looked like, yeah, it looked like he was. <laughs> it looked like there was one seat at the very apex, and he's the only person up there. But yeah, he was freaking out, dude. It was if distorted. You go on his the red, catalog, it was so like, high that the res camera resolution was distorted. Like, <laughs> like when Les, like, like when Lesnar came out, uh, I guess at the end, like as a surprise, he was freaking out. What? What? Oh my God! I mean, he's dude. He's yelling, just really hyping himself up, having a good time. Uh, well, so, so. that's you know, how much did that ticket cost? He probably paid like two hundred and fifty-six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot! Oh man, all right, well, dude. He probably went home like Tony Storm, like, oh yeah, it was sick, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. This is awesome. This is I mean, he's probably so he's- talking to himself as the match is going, like, fuck yeah, I'm finally here, dude. This is do you think that me. was better or worse than watching at home? What would you rather do? Watch it at home. You'd rather watch it at home. That's not even a competition, dude. I'd rather spend a night in jail, I, th- I think, <laughs> than pay for that experience. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, would you rather pay for that experience or one free night in jail? Like it doesn't go on my record? No, I'm saying, it, yeah, it, it doesn't cost you anything. It's like, let's say they just caught you being publicly drunk. So you have to spend. Oh, like yeah, eight yeah. Hours easily, in the drunk easily, thing. easily. You do the next eight hours in the drunk thing? Oh, hell, I do 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Well. That's I'm glad he had fun, man. That's what the that's the WWE universe right there. Uh, well, s- still talking about wrestling. I got a lot of wrestling topics, man. Yeah, well, a lot of shit's kind of old, but uh, I just keep forgetting every week to talk about it. Um, we always get caught up on some racist tangent. It mm-hmm. takes like thirty minutes, you know. But uh, yeah. do you know who the shitter is? It called takes thirty Bron- minutes and most of our energy because by the time we're done with that, I'm yeah, we're all yeah, we're I'm done, over dude. it. Yeah, I'm, mentally I'm checked out. We're pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know who that shitter is? Bronson Reed in NXT. Yeah, the Simone guy. Okay, yeah, that fat fuck. He got Jonah, released. Or, huh? He got released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so he's he's released. But uh, I, I keep seeing this gif being posted online, and uh, it, it, it I lose my shit every time. Check it. Imagine how gay this spot is, right? And for a guy like that, TV me thinking like I mean, everybody these years would be fucking whipped and flayed right. uh, for, for doing this. But uh, you know, uh, Johnny Gargano, right? I know him, yeah. So he's he it's Bronson Reed who's he weighs like I mean in all seriousness he's about four Johnny Garganos, uh, uh you know not in height he's just fucking with he's a fat fucking Samoan I mean he's even too fat for a Samoan it's, you know uh, whatever yeah. and he's wrestling Gargano and they're doing this spot right where like where they you know like where they hit the ropes and dodge each other or some shit mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. something like that if somebody throws a clothesline somebody goes under it hits the ropes whatever. So what it is is uh, uh, Gargano like comes back at him after like a missed clothesline, and Gargano does like a running head scissors Hurricane Rana type thing, right? Right. Right. So a quick counter, really thinking on the fly, good match psychology. Bronson Reed, instead of just taking that bump or letting that little shitter just fly off of him, I mean, he didn't even do anything to you. I mean, Hurricane <laughs> Rana is not even believable at that state. You know, it has to be somebody of equal size to you equal for that. Equal size, yeah. Or like, like when, uh, when, uh, Marty Janetti was... can't hurricane Ron a fucking Vader. No, but when, uh, yeah, that's how they always use it too. And it's like, well, it makes sense when like Scott Steiner would do it. Remember him? He's a big fucking guy. Yeah, he'd do the Frankensteiner. And yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. If he wraps his legs right, yeah, he'll, 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 he'll and he didn't shark. do a crazy yeah. flip or anything. He would just slam you on your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so no, he does like a head scissors flying, you know, the whatever the running grapple was in No Mercy. That's what he does for like, all, yeah. all the lucha guys he, he does that and so this really invents him a really creative high level shit bronson reed instead of taking the bump he you know the momentum of this little uh, 110 pound gargano swinging that momentum 
he goes into a cartwheel. So instead of taking the bump, he cartwheels out of it, right? So can you imagine okay. that, right? Can you imagine a, a flying head scissors takedown? And instead of taking the bump or being flipped over, he cartwheels and lands mm-hmm. on his feet. So that, I mean, you can kind of think, oh, that kind of sounds cool. Now imagine this, because he's so fucking fat and the move is so stupid. Imagine if you couldn't time it right. And imagine if the head scissors happens, right? And then you start to gather. You're gathering your step. You're preparing your kinetic energy to launch your big fat ass into this cartwheel. <laughs> but two or three seconds has already went by. Johnny Gargano has already finished the fucking move. The moment for the move, if you were ever going to do it, has long passed you by. You have, to do it, you have to do it while it's happening. You have to do it while it's happening. Exactly. No, he does it after Gargano already fucking falls on the ground. And he's like gathering his big fat ass. And then he finally does it. And when he does it, this is the... He should have just called it on the fly and said, fuck it, that spot was gay. It's not, we didn't, we, we had our chance, we didn't do it. <laughs> we'll just act like I overpowered you or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but no, he fucking, he, he does it anyway. He gets his gather, he takes a big deep breath, gets all his oxygen in his tummy, and he does it. Okay. Now, the, the, the fucking audacity on this fat shitter. After he does it, he takes that stance right where like Gorgano's sitting there looking at him, sitting on the mat looking at him. And all, all you see, all you see is Bronson Reed's big fat back. You don't see his head. He's not facing Gargano. Gargano's looking at his back. And so he does it, and then he turns around on his head, almost like the rock back in the prime. Kind of turns, gives him the side eye, like, huh, you see what I just did? Like that kind of like, oh, do you see my true power? Almost you like You know an what anime. you're up against? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what you're up against, kid? <laughs> is that all you got? Like one of those moments. Oh, my And it's like, God. dude, you just, you just did a gay little pretend fairy cartwheel didn't even do and then you're right? trying to act like you're all badass and then they even make it gayer johnny gargano they go back in his face and he's making that soy boy shock face like oh my god and austin theories in the background freaking up like how did he do that how did he do that <laughs> and it's just the gayest fucking sequence i've seen in probably maybe the last two or three years in wrestling and that's saying a lot Okay, so you have Johnny Gargano, you have uh, Austin Breed or whatever his name is, Bronson, Bronson Creed, yeah. and then uh, the uh, Jamangelo Barlow, and you have one bullet. What do you do? Who is it? Who is it? Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, the Boston Creed, and Jarlo uh, 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 Charlo or whatever. Uh, I, I'm shooting Boston Creed. Okay, you should, you're shooting Boston Creed, you think? And I, and I only say that because it, technically, if you look at the statistics, the number one killer of, of air quotes around people like Charlo are, you know, it's going to happen at some point before. Oh, so you think that one will take care of itself? I think it's going to get taken care of itself. I think by the time he's 40, he's either going to be incarcerated, removed from society, or he's actually going to be, you know, in hell. <laughs> Already dead, post-mortem. So I would let that. I'm not going to waste that bullet. I'm going to let somebody else, because somebody else will. It's about 50 yeah, 50. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, okay. And All then right, I, I'll let Gargano. I think it's funny. I, I, I like the stupid spots uh, uh, he comes up with. So, yeah. Actually, you know what I do? I, I He's like, a member the, of I like, I like the uh, uh, Bronson Fronson guy. I like him too. I, I like that gayness. I like the, the audacity to mistime that move so horribly and then to still turn around and do that little superhero look. Like you fucking see that? Did you see that? To still like I've, do I've that? Seen, I've never seen them do that, but I've seen people do that all the time where they like mess up a hurricanrana, or maybe they slip, or it's mistimed, and then like the guy will do the hurricanrana, like he'll whip him, and then he'll fall flat on his back, and then the guy after the fact would take the bump, like do a front a front flip bump or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, man, it looks. I know what you're going for it. Looks 
stupid and, and fake. There's no, it's not how, you know, he didn't push you. That's not how that works, really. Yeah, so I, I almost kind of like that. I almost do think it is based in a kind of way. Uh, so I actually, I, I like it. I'm talking shit about it. it is gay, but I like the direction wrestling's going. So okay. I'm, I wouldn't actually shoot him. And I think what I would do is I'd probably just shoot like uh, um, Jermangelo, probably in like the hip or something. Yeah. You know, that Kinda would make be him good. Put him in a wheelchair for this last uh last no because then that would no it needs to be something where he can come back and still look like a goddamn fool because <laughs> like paul williams his life was probably saved by being wheelchair bound you think so yeah because i mean he'd already be in some fucking gang well, fight or i don't know if you remember this his name was uh, you know jake uh jacob or he had a regular name which is very deceiving jay color no, 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 no. This was um, recently happened. It was Jacob, or maybe it was Jacoby or Jacobolo or something like that. Oh, that's think... uh, Kobe Bryant's daughter. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the one who he was there to break up. He He's the one who was there to break up a fight, and then he called the police, you know, and then they came and shot him in the spine. You remember what you're talking about? I don't know. I mean, this happens every fucking day in Well, that, you know, but Chicago. you remember he, he was there, and then um, he he was there. Jacoby Brissett? No, 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 no. This, this, we're gonna get this. Hang on. He was there to break up a fight, and then he called the police because he couldn't break up the fight. And then when they got there, he was just going into his car not to get a knife or anything like that to get the. He was trying to get the registration just to show that he had got a car. And uh, as he was going in the car, they they shot him in his back four or five times. And now he's in a wheelchair. And then when they talked to him on the hospital bed, he said that it was his fault. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. No, that's not what was happening. I know, you little I know. retard. That that's the meta joke. That's the meta oh, joke. okay, okay, okay. Well, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened since that? I guess that was a poorly. Yeah, without. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that was the happened. NFL guy, the Jacoby Brissett. No, it and, wasn't. Uh, it was a real guy. All right, with Jamon Jacomangelo. Yeah, he fucking you know he was fighting two baby mamas on a birthday, kidnapping a kid or some shit. And yeah, he he caught he caught a full clip in his back. And that actually saved his stupid ass. So now <laughs> we got to deal with his ass uh, a lot longer. Was he the one who called the police or was that a lie? Huh? Was he the one who called the police or was that a lie? Um. Oh, just instinct. Come on. Just go up gut instinct. No. What do you think? No. He didn't call the police. I don't think he's ever called the police. <laughs> okay. And do you think he was going to get his registration or he was going to get a knife and kidnap the kid? What do you think he was doing? Uh, oh, yeah. I think he was getting a, a weapon. <laughs> Well, yeah, and ironically, him going to get a weapon probably saved his life. It's dude. It's like my, you know, one of my favorite instances uh, of this kind of thing was when that when that one uh, chimp was uh, trying to stab the other one, the two girl chimps. I and never saw that video, but I've oh, that's a hilarious one, dude. Yeah, she she's going at one with like a butter knife or some kind of straighted steak knife. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, she gets she gets shot down, and then the whole community's mad. Though they ask everybody except the girl who's getting stabbed how they felt about it. How did they feel about it? How did the community feel oh, about it? Oh, man, there's man, she didn't, hey, she didn't, didn't do nothing, man. Are you kidding me? Man, two little kids, man, you got to do that. But I look at them as little Terminators. Those are <laughs> T3. You got to take those motherfuckers down, dude. Now, okay, so now I, offer, I, I have a ticket. This is a two-seater plane, okay? Yeah. And it, it's got, it, it's ready to carpet bomb. It's ready to go, okay? And I, you get one, you, you get one free ride in the passenger seat you can choose any neighborhood you want any little suburb that you want are you taking that suburb out after hearing those videos um no i would not waste that that kind of 
resources on that. I don't know. You think about how many suburbs, and I'm not saying anyone should do this, but you think about how many suburbs are out there that are like that. Yeah. And how no, I, I would. I would, it would take. First of all, they're not in the suburbs, and uh, I also <laughs> would not waste that kind of. See, that's again, you're so bad money wise. You know, you're. How much is it going to cost to fuel that up? Whereas me, I'm going to buy a box of ammo, uh, a couple of bulletproof vests, and, and send three or four of my best guys. And in about thirty minutes, they're going to do a lot of damage. Something like that. Okay. Well, look. Uh, either way, you know, we need to fix it. We'll do that. We'll get rid of that. And then, then we'll move on to Hollywood, and we'll move we'll move on to the other places that we got to fix. But I, I think, what do you think we need to fix first? Um, them, them. Well, you admit we at some point we'll have to go to Hollywood, and, and uh, at some point the whole system's gonna have to be revamped. It's you know it's like the WWE game, uh, the, those games that we used to play. You know, you know first we're gonna fix the grappling system, and you know then they wanted to fix the tag team system. We got to fix this, and then at certain points, like well, yeah, yeah, you, you know, can't make before long. We're just going to have to fix the whole thing. We're going to have to start from the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, exactly, exactly. I know we have to fix the neighborhood, but at a certain point, well, we have to fix the education system. I want, well, we do have to fix Hollywood. And we have to fix the media we have to you know and then pretty soon it's like well we we probably should just start all over it might be easier just to do the whole thing again yeah i would, dude, I would fix hollywood real quick well that's i think if you got rid of those neighborhoods they would have nobody to play to and you think maybe that would fix it well know? they already don't have anybody to play to and it's still kind of working uh yeah i mean that we're gonna have to think about that and revisit this because that that's a uh that goes pretty deep. You know what, what you're asking. And there's a lot of things that have to be done. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, Hey, this guy, he, somebody started slicing his neck and they fucking burned him over here and they threw a brick at his head and he's dying. What do we need to fix first? It's like, okay, well, I know we don't need to clean the little cuts. I don't, I know we don't need to dig out the splinters right now, but I don't know what's the, what's the most worst thing happening in this guy that we need to try to stabilize you know yeah okay okay i, I think getting those neighborhoods out first speaking of man I, I saw this uh clip of it it looked like some kind of asian hospital i'm gonna say that and there's no mm-hmm. context for this clip but uh it's been in my dreams man i'll close my eyes and i'll still see this clip but it was a guy an asian guy i don't know how i know it's asian but it's just just this feeling i kind of got mm-hmm. that it was some kind of uh some kind of mongol some kind of mongoloid mm-hmm and he's strapped to a gurney but only like to the waist they didn't strap him all the way down and he's laying there kind of shaking and then he like sits up like the fucking undertaker and he's freaking the fuck out well he doesn't have a guy well i don't know he doesn't really have a face it's all red and mushy but you can kind of see what look to be two little teeth flopping around i don't even know how this guy's alive but uh one in the comments i saw was like hey somebody needs to strap my boy down to that gurney because he (laughs) sat up and was spazzing out dude um Yes. Well, so, what was the point of the video you were saying? What happened to him? Uh, well, I'm just thinking, you know, like when, when somebody's like, I don't know what kind of medical attention that guy needs. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth saving. Oh, my God. Well, I think you would almost by just acid kill it. or something. I don't know what it was, but I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, OK, where do I start? Okay, <laughs> you said I you think about do I look that at his lot? heartbeat. Do I fuck? Yeah, I do think about that a lot. Actually, do I look at his heartbeat. Do I fucking take his temperature? I almost want to ask you to send me that, but I don't know if I can. Oh, you do not want to see that, dude. <laughs> no, you do not want to see that. That is a horror. That's one of the worst ones I've seen. Is this on the website that you've directed me to them? The, uh, yeah, yeah, the news, yeah. Every now the and then somebody will just post it. And uh, oh you'll gosh, know it when you see it, but uh, it's not a good one. 
I've seen, I saw a video of a look to be some sort of GI or some sort of U.S. military <laughs> posing next to somebody, I guess, that he had killed. And uh, the guy's face was blown off. Nice, that was nice. tough. That was a tough thing to see. Oh, was that like an old picture? Yeah, it was like an old. Oh, yeah, I love that one, dude. I had that. Yeah. That's my wall. He's posing like he ago. hunted it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how far gone I am. What was your reaction to that? What was your well, gut, your instinct reaction to that? What, what did you feel? What emotion? Honestly, it wasn't that bad. I, I, when I first thing, I, uh, it literally that's something that would have sent a shock. Like I told yeah. you, when that person ordered fries or whatever, that sent a <laughs> shock wave down my heart, through my body. That, but when I saw that picture, I didn't notice it at first because I looked at him. I was, oh, that's cool. And then I saw that the guy didn't have a face, and it, it didn't shock me. It didn't send a shock wave because of the of the context of the photo. I was like, well. Yeah, I kind of almost mm-hmm. had like uh, mm-hmm. almost like a cheers. That was like the thought of my head. Like, oh, you know, right on, dude. <laughs> cheers, you know, or oh, I was man. thinking, oh, well, somebody had to. So. Yeah, dude, there's a video I saw recently, too, where uh, I mean, this was, I think, today, but it was uh, no, this is way too. I shouldn't talk about this. I'm going to get real fucking dark. Uh, well, yeah, like every time, that. man, you know, you thought we were going to get away from it on this episode. I don't know how we went down this rabbit hole, but, you know, back where we always have, have were. You seen, have you seen Brock Anderson? Does that name ring a bell to you? Yeah, yeah, the Arn Anderson's son. Have you seen what this motherfucker looks like? Type in Brock Anderson in Google right now. <laughs> I've seen him. Absolutely embarrassing. I'm yeah, almost he thinking. He looks a lot like Arn Anderson minus in the all of the intimidating qualities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, in, in his attire, to go out there wearing those, it looked like diapers on him. He's fat. He's fat. But he has no ass, no thigh. So it looks like he's wearing a pair of huggies. I mean, to have the balls to go out there, he's not even warmed up. He doesn't even have a sweat, doesn't even have a tan. He looks like a sack of shit. He looks like an IT <laughs> operator. And you almost think, you almost think, you know, Arn is walking back there behind him every day. You almost think Arn is doing that on purpose. Kind of like, oh, this is what you guys like now, huh? Like, you know, oh, this, oh I so got this, something perfect. So this is it. Yeah, it, it, it almost must be mocking. There's no way he walks by Dean Malenko. There's no way he walks by Arn Anderson with his fucking shirt off. There's no way <laughs> he walks by Jake the Snake. And there's no way those guys don't think what the fuck is going on. Because he's a you lot know, smaller, too. Is another thing. He's smaller than all them. And the height like is on- fine. The face is fine. It, it's everything else. At least get the kid in some jeans and some fucking tights. I'm Put him not- in shit, you know, because it's funny because Arn Anderson, he wasn't the biggest muscular guy. And he had a little bit of flab on his body, but he was barrel chested and he still, for some reason, was able to. He looked like he had grip. That- he looked like if he looked like he, yeah, he's put the your old fucking man, hand around you know, his neck. He, he's, the da- he's the dad that'll kick someone's ass. He's the dad, fuck, you know, they, they don't fuck with the barbecue. He looks fucking. Yeah, you know, he, looks he looks like the like dad he- that when he gets pissed, his hand is shaking and he removes his glasses. And you know he's about to fuck you, but somebody. You really shouldn't have fucked up. Yeah, you should not. Yeah, yeah. fucked up on your report card. He looks like Hank Hill if Hank Hill were uh, a fucking wrestler. You know, a good. Yeah, or his movie. son looks like the guys that are fucking kissing the feet of the black Israelites in Harlem. Yeah, uh, it looks uh, fucking terrible. Yeah, looked all. Yeah, no. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, looked horrible. And it's like uh, Arn Anderson had a barrel chest and still looks strong. This guy has like a bitch chest. He looks like he's just like in these men. Uh, he's uh, lactating or something. No, dude, he looks like I seriously. You know how like there's some people you want to punch, you want to knock out. Like man, I break a good haymaker. This looks mm-hmm. like a guy where I can go right up to him, and I'm I'd be a lot shorter than him. So I'm what I'm on about five eight. This guy looks like he's, uh, you know, at least six six one. But I would go up to him without even blinking. And it looks like I wouldn't have to give it a second thought. And I can go up to him and not a punch, not a haymaker, not a hook. I wouldn't have to space it. I could go right up to him and, and hammer fist him right in the face. Standing, a standing hammer fist. And, and, and it looks like he'd eat orbital. that shot, dude. 
Not break, break his orbital, but he wouldn't do shit. Uh, that's something I could I go wouldn't... standing hammer fist two or three of those into like a head shove, head push, you know, and he wouldn't do shit, man. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, buddy. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you see those videos when, when like some, you know, when those like black uh, kids in uh, Macy's are like knocking the shit out of the workers <laughs> and they're not knocked out, but they're pleading the whole time. So, you know, they're all conscious. It's just they, they like immediately submit. Yeah. They rub the yeah. They rub the like if they get slow, they rub the side of their head or they rub wherever they got hit. Hey, dude, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Come yeah. on, man. Come on, dude. I saw a video on on, on that <laughs> website today, and I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but it was saying uh, like you know the absolute state of Western men. But it, it was uh, one guy versus like four trainees, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean let's be let's call a spade a spade. You know that that's one on four. That's men. It's all men. Yeah, but these yeah. trannies were fucking big and they were wearing heels and dude they stopped the fucking mud hole in this guy I mean, that guy was a shriveled up worm when they were done with him and Are people you and when people in the comments were like dude if you let yourself get your ass whipped by those like those all look like fucking linebackers and there's four of them they were way bigger than him they had dude they had these were not narrow shouldered men yeah, they were wearing tube tops and dresses and makeup and shit, but they, and the other had high heels so no balance. But dude, they would have fucked up Nick Diaz. They would have fucked up. They were big. Hell yeah! I almost think if at the right angle they fuck up Francis and Gano. I mean, dude, dude, <laughs> they, they, they came with a fucking vengeance. <laughs> Any middleweight and below, they're fucking up. What happened to that guy? It looked like he was dead. So if that happened to me, do you think they would have successfully killed me? Oh, hell yeah. Have... They would have overpowered you, dude. You think they would have killed me? You think I could have if they wanted life? to, if that, if the, if the, he might've been dead. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, you would have been, you would have been either okay after you recovered or you would have been life changed or dead. <laughs> no, I think I would be fine. I think I would be fine, but I, I really, I, you know, if you could find that video by chance. Oh, they were it. trying to fight. They weren't trying to talk or they weren't trying to nothing. And they were I would like to see that stomping. Video. They're going for head stomps with heels on and shit. Uh, how did we get to this? What, what was the, but no, I think I would be fine. Honestly, I think I'd be fine, but uh, I think I'd beat them, but I'd, li- I'd like to see the video. Before if I'm you would, oh, you would only beat them if you hit one and they, the others got psyched out, but these guys were in chimp out mode. They were not, they were, you were, were not going to bargain breed? with them. You weren't going to reason with them. It was go time. And like I said, these guys were fucking built. These were linebackers. These were, were they uh, of that breed of no. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, you know, I think that's funny too. Cause I've noticed that too. When people are like, like you said, the workers at Macy's are getting pushed around and roughed up and they're just pleading the whole time getting hit. And it's like, man, if they're taking their best cheap shots at you and you're still conscious, wouldn't that embolden you to attack? Yeah. Back? I mean, I would like, even if you weren't like, I understand not being non-confrontational and wanting to avoid that. I, that's good. That's, Look, I'm pretty non That's good. That's not, listen, bro, or that's, at least or, I'm pretty calm, but when it comes down to that, dude, I'm going to fucking fight. Well, listen, and that's how society should run. That's how society should operate and run, and that's how everyone should behave. We want to avoid conflict, that, or we will at least want to avoid a physical altercation, you know, at all possible costs. We need to avoid that. But at the point, at the when you reach that avenue where, okay, I'm getting hit, I'm starting to be attacked now, like it's no longer, like it's happening. I, it cannot be avoided because it's happening. It brings it and back to your McDonald's. On, but on top of that, you're not, you're getting their best shots, and you're fine. You're yeah, still yeah, able exactly. to constantly. 
wouldn't you be like, okay, well, now I'm going to whoop this guy's ass easily because he can't do shit to me. I'm at least have armed with the knowledge that I'm assuming the reason they wanted to avoid it in the first place is because I'm at least going to cancel him out. Even if I don't know how to fight, I'm at least going to cancel him out. Yeah, it'll be a draw. And (laughs) if in some cases, in some instance, you know, in some respects, that's a win because he, you know, had every upper, every advantage in the book and. It's a draw. Well, it really brings me back to your to at the beginning. You know, they were coming full circle. Brings me right back to the beginning of the episode. You know, where you're faced with that milkshake conundrum. You know, how far am I going to take this? For me, I look at it as like, look, I know I don't have the money. I'm going to take the L right here, and I'm going to say, look, all right, fuck it. There's no milkshakes. But these guys will keep up the charade. And I'm saying in the way that, okay, if I didn't want to fight, but it's already happening. I'm not going to sit there and whimper and get my ass kicked. Let me just get my ass kicked normally. Then I could just say, yeah, I lost. You know, oh, yeah. I'll talk about the next day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got a good right hook, I guess, man. And I was fucking out. I'd rather say that than they're like, yeah, I was crying and begging the whole time. <laughs> and then I didn't even get knocked out. I just got mugged, I guess. I just got beat up. <laughs> yeah, I got roughed up. Yeah. yeah. Did you? I never, I never got left my, my feet. My collar pulled. Or, yeah, my shirt was ripped. I never took a bump. I never left my feet. I was standing the whole time. Cornette would be pissed, fuming. That the guy never left his feet <laughs> the whole the whole beating. Uh, I was thinking about this too. This thought just kind of came to me uh, as I was watching AEW. There's a lot of these compilations, like these AEW botches. Have you watched any of these? No, but I know they're out there and they exist. Dude, a lot of these are funny. They'll like start with like the Benny Hill music, right? Like the I don't know what the song is. We you know what I'm talking yeah, about the yeah, Benny yeah. Hill song, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But then it'll start when they start doing these uh, neck bumps or like uh, neck damages that the music will get very fucking somber. And it'll be like almost like Beethoven, uh, the Moonlight Sonata, just very somber and slow, like very serious. And the screen will go black and white. So it looks really serious. And it's and it's all of them bumping on their neck and shit. And uh, that, that's always my favorite part. And uh, I saw one. I don't know which one of these Jumanjalo tag teams there are. Uh, it's not High Flight or Mix 2.0 or the Basketball Brothers or whatever the. Oh yeah, is it the uh, Private Party? No, it's not the Private Party guys. It's another one who looks like he would be a Lamangelo. He's from the Nightmare Factory. Oh, he has a yeah, better look than the solo? other guys. Huh? The Solo guy, Aaron Solo. No, uh, he's always with Dusty, or he's always with uh, uh, Gold Dust. He actually he looks better than the private party guys. He looks a little bigger, has a good body, uh, has a good mm. look, but he's a sh- absolute shitter. Uh, you don't know who I'm like talking he about. Can't, like he can't wrestle. It's just stupid. Like they all are stupid. It's not like yeah, they can do the headlock takedown, I guess, but they're stupid decisions, stupid matches. Oh, okay, go ahead. But I don't, I don't know if you've seen this guy. Yeah, he has an okay look. You know, mm-hmm. more. That's the problem. These guys too, when they look good, it's like they're lean. Like you can't. You need to have some size. Don't just be. Yeah, lean. you need some mass. You have some whole code. But yeah, he has a six bug washboard abs, all that shit. Well, anyways, he's one of these shitters, and I. I don't know what kind of style he is, but I'll tell you this move and you'll know exactly what kind of wrestler this is. Mm-hmm. So he has the guy laid out and he's going to do some flippy shit from the top rope. I don't know what this move was. And I legitimately, when I saw this, uh, I thought that was a suicide attempt. Like that was, <laughs> we literally just saw a fucking suicide attempt on AEW TNT. That was a, uh, that was a, a suit. I don't know how, what it, I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So let me describe this move to you. He starts in a, a, almost like CM Punk about to take off onto the announce table, just fall. Right, but it's a black guy, so you think he's gonna have some hops. Okay. Right, right. Now it is pretty athletic, but he doesn't really jump. I don't know what to call this move. It'd be like you know, like uh, 
like a screwdriver, right? So he, he he stands up and he just starts, as he's jumping off the ropes, he doesn't really jump, he's just falling, but he's falling hard and with explosiveness. Like mm-hmm. imagine if when CM Punk falls, he doesn't get any hang time, but he just kind of falls slowly. This guy fell like a fucking cannon, which is aimed oh, at the, the ground. ground. It's like a power move, like a, you're doing a... Uh, like a like a stomp like a foot stomp uh, in Mortal Kombat, but you use some bar, you know, some of that uh, X meter. Yeah, yeah, he burns the like meter. Powerful, on this one. Like yeah, exactly. Dri- he burns the meter. So he goes from zero to one hundred and twenty real quick. Burns. He's falling at an angle, you know, and the guy's laid out, and he's spinning. He's spinning like it's a like he's a screwdriver, but uh, he his feet are pointing to the ground. He's almost standing. He's just standing, spinning, going down, and then he bends over as he's spinning, and he DDTs himself, not on the guy just kind of near the guy so there's no flip attempted there was no like i'm gonna land on you with my body he jumps and he's like immediately spinning like a fucking cyclone <laughs> he lands head first yeah dude he he jumps and it's a cyclone from the uh the turnbuckle to the yeah ground. that's i think he's burning some meat for that that sounds like some meat it's a cyclone and at the last second he tucks his net he tucks his head bends over and lands spikes himself on the ground <laughs> And it looked like a suicide attempt because I've never seen that move ever <laughs> in all the wrestling I've ever watched. Or did the match keep going? I don't know. I just saw that clip. Look, like he was fucking dead. And uh, I, I don't I've never seen that move. All the wrestling I've seen, I've never seen that move. I don't even know what it was. I don't even know what it was supposed to look like. It didn't look like a move. it looked like a suicide. Well, look, that's what happens when you fucking get untrained. But yeah, look, the match. Show. Here's what I want to say. The match kept going. And I was just watching and thinking that, you know what, these guys. These AEW guys, they're botching so fucking hard. Uh, and when I mean hard, I mean I mean in rate that they're doing it constantly. Mm-hmm. When I say they're botching so hard, I mean physically, it's fucking hard impacts. Yeah. I, I, you know, like, did you see just a couple nights intensity, ago? Intensity, it's fucking hard. Intensity, it's fucking intense. Did you see how Matt Hardy, he again got his face busted open on no. Wednesday? No. Uh, uh, fucking Orange Cassidy did a uh, body splash onto him from the top rope. I mean, no, just I a crossbody, crossbody. Yeah. And he landed right on his face and busted him all open. No, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was I a crossbody to, to Matt Hardy's face. And Matt Hardy's head snapped back and it's all bloody Look, in and the shit. interest of being real, that's the only reason you'd ever need to do a crossbody, really. That's probably the most effective way to do it. Yeah, if actually, Cornet really- can't get mad at that because it's, it's more faker to be caught doing <laughs> yeah. it. Hits on chest to chest, yeah, especially when you're smaller than them. Yeah, no, he had chest to fucking face. And again, Matt, so this is like the fourth time that he's like had shoot hard away blood. Because the other time was when Sammy Govano threw that fucking chair like a boomerang and hit him in the head with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the other oh, time is when they... Sammy Garvano like DDT'd him from a ladder to a concrete. Oh, yeah, crawl concrete, <laughs> back of it, smack the crack, yeah. the skull open. So, so anyways, I'm saying is these guys are botching so hard <laughs> by every definition of the word, so hard and so often. They're actually becoming good at calling matches on the fly. Mm-hmm. They have to. You have to. It's yeah. and it's almost they really are developing that skill in the most. That's trial by fire in the hardest fucking way. That it's like we're not gonna call this in the ring. We're gonna start with a script. <laughs> Something fucking morbid is gonna happen, and we're gonna have to <laughs> wrestle our way out of it. I, I think about when uh, Orange. Cassidy, that's honestly that's endearing to me, and that's a, the most entertaining form of wrestling I could get behind. I mean, that makes me want to watch the show. If you can guarantee me that, yeah, someone. Yeah, that's a fucking shoot because that guy's about shoot dead, and they're still trying to <laughs> tell a story. And, they, and you'll be, I'll be damned if they give up on the match or give up on the show. We're gonna finish it. So well, you they, remember they, that they, time they, where like they somehow they booked themselves do. in a corner where it was like Pac against Orange Cassidy. For some reason, the match had to end in like a time limit draw, so they had to go like twenty minutes for whatever. Because then there was yeah. going to be a triple threat because there was no For winner. For the title, yeah, 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 yeah. 
and he fucking legit knocks out Orange Cassidy. But there's still like five minutes left to go on the clock. So you got to see a work shoot because he was knocked the fuck out and Pac still had to go five more minutes uh, with this corpse. And they can't just wave it off. They can't just throw the red X. You got to wrestle. We need a. This has to end in a draw. <laughs> so that's, I mean. Well, what did Pac do? I don't even remember that. Uh, I think they were doing some long counts to 20 and the check-in. And then eventually he was just like, fuck, I'm going to get my shit in. So he starts doing his signature moves and all that. But uh, he didn't pin him in time. No, they, they did what they set out to do. They still went. <laughs> they, they did what was planned. They didn't change it at all. And they dragged him to the back and uh, hopefully. Yeah, so that's what work. I'm saying. I mean, you don't see it right now. Like the fruits of, the, of that labor, it's not right now but soon these are going to be fucking world-class wrestlers yeah, i think the some ones of the who best didn't make ever. it you know that they died exactly uh, making the their peers better making the product better i mean know? imagine so, that right I, I mean what's easier to call it in the ring or to go in there with a meticulously laid out script have you almost kill somebody and you still and then you still finish I mean, there's no question about it. This th- th- that's way harder. That sounds like a that reminds me of like a wrestling of the wrestling games or something like you're doing your story mode and your career mode. And then for some reason, it's like, you know, you're wrestling a match and it says or, or any of those games, the any game, the basketball game, you know, and then, you know, OK, you know, th- this match, you, you, you have to win with a, a submission move or, or you know, yeah. or, you know, you know, th- this match, uh, you have to win in under three minutes. It's, it's, those trials, that's what's kind of like it, but it's a real life version of that. You know, they don't know what it's going to be until the match starts. That's okay. Yeah, like, I mean, this guy broke his back. This is, you're gonna have I know to Cornette thinks it's stupid. Like, these guys really hit each other, but I think it's pretty based. Like, uh, that Shibata guy, that Japanese dude who likes to head Oh, yeah, people. cracked his head open. Well, yeah, now he, he like, he had to stop wrestling. <laughs> you know, He's because, retarded now. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you don't get that. There's no way to have better psychology than that. Well, yeah, and what Cornette doesn't quite get is, I mean... I know they, they were making wrestling real. They were trying to, you know, establish some legitimacy. Then the attitude error happens. The PG era happens. And then it's, we all know it's a work where everyone's aware it's a work. Okay. You know what we're doing now? You know what this we're next making it real. wrestling is going to be, you know, what this next 20 years is going to be, it's going to be us reestablishing the, the, the legitimacy of the fucking business. And there you go. How do you do that? You crack <laughs> yeah. skulls, you break backs, you snap necks. All right. The, the business is legitimate again, you know? Who's that one shitter they keep trying to put that like there's like a 120 pound black girl, uh, like Velvet Sky or some shit, Velvet Cupcake or whatever. I don't know, Velvet Rose maybe. I have no idea. There's some black girl on AEW and she always does the stupid like taunt into like a backflip, but it's like everybody's on the mat. It's not from the top rope. So she just lays the opponent down, stands in front of them, then does a backflip onto them. Right. Mm-hmm. But she has never landed it. Every time she, when she lands the backflip, she always lands with her face hitting like roughly the person. So she's always like injuring her so neck she's doing to, it. Oh, she doesn't know. So she can't do that move then basically. She can't do it. And she makes the same mistake every time. The only <laughs> thing that ever hits them is her head. You know, her fucking <laughs> jaw snaps back up or whatever, you know. And it's like, man, every time all you would have to do is if you take just one, take one big step forward, you're going to be good. You're going to land it perfectly. And she never takes that step. Well, maybe she in her head, which is funny. I'd love to know what's going on in her brain when she's doing it. But maybe she's thinking, no, it's not that. It's I jumped too high or something like that. She's thinking. <laughs> so what I'd like her to think, I'd like her to keep making the Imagine that. So she's trying to figure out the trajectory, at, the trajectory <laughs> yeah. as she's doing it. And then, boom, her fucking hand snaps back every time. <laughs> That's what I want mid her to calculation, do. Mid-calculation, mid Try to make the wrong adjustments. Like, I'm jumping too high. <laughs> so then she under-rotates, lands complete, straight on her head or something like that. That would be 
you know, that's the quickest way to learn. I'll tell you something hit right now. I mean, you, you snap. I think landing straight on your head would be less of an impact because she's getting the full rotation, the full whip of it. And the first thing that hits that opponent is her neck at an awkward angle every time Mm. her jaw. Uh, Well, I mean, that's good. Do we have, do we have anything else to talk about? I think that's it, man. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I, you know, before we got on, I was, I was scrolling uh, through boxing and I saw a video of, uh, or not a video, but an article about Eddie Hearn, Eddie Worm, that he's um, working to get a deal. He's, he's really hoping to finish this deal for the uh, Gonzalez versus Estrada uh, trilogy fight for the third fight, the Gonzalez Estrada trilogy. And he says he's really hoping a deal gets made. Um, <sighs> Uh, he's hoping a deal gets made this week so they can get the fight in October. He's saying, no, hopefully we'll get a deal done this week. And when I say that, what's the first thing that goes through your head? I'm curious when you hear that Gonzalez versus Estrada three, he's working on a trip, you know, and he hopes that a deal can be made. Well, my first thought is I didn't know there was a first two. And the other, that my second thought is who? Yeah. Well, my first thought was, yeah, my, obviously then everyone's first thought is who, and I think that that encompasses I didn't know there was a first two fights because I didn't know these two humans existed. And then but my second thought and probably more importantly was that what could they possibly what is possibly the hold up on this contract? You know, <laughs> well, what could they possibly be arguing about who? I mean, you're both splitting ten thousand dollars or you're, you're going to we're going to, you know, they're, they're, we're put two. Well, that's where you're wrong. These fights that we've never heard of that are going to sell. Uh, it's going to have a gate of six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> they, no, they are going to be paid 1.2 million or 750 thousand somehow. There is an A side, actually. One of these guys is an A side, apparently, or thinks they are. They probably both think they are. Diego, well, you know what weight division this is in? I'm guessing 125 pounds. I hear one. 115 pounds. All right, well, close enough. Yeah. So, what do you think they should be paid? I think they should be given uh, uh, healthcare coverage for that. <laughs> I think they should be given a ride from the airport. <laughs> a complimentary. You know, we're giving you a platform and uh, what i suggest is that you come up with some other business if treat this like a shark tank audition come up with another business come up with another <laughs> idea some sort of social media platform wear the shirt put it on your trunks we'll put it on the ticker blow the screen and you guys can fight for free that's what i would do because <laughs> yeah, there's no like chance it. in hell but that's what i was saying what could you guys possibly be arguing about it's 215 pound children arguing about the, well, what is the deal? I mean, the the, the only unless he, he's the maybe, and this was not specified. Maybe they're working on a deal between it, it's the two sides as those guys and Eddie Hearn, and they're trying to convince him to put the fight on. That would be the only thing that would make sense to me. Because look, I haven't seen the first two fights, and I'll be damned if I watch the third one. That's it's it's, it's fucking comical. So look, that's the state of boxing. Do you want to watch that, or would you rather watch Darby Allen break his neck? Or I'd much uh, any day of the week. Well, actually, I don't watch somebody. either. Here's the here's what the real twist. To, if you, uh, which one would you rather talk about? At least talk about watching Darby Allen killing himself. Dar- I would rather yeah, Darby Allen and Sting and try to kill themselves. Let me go on and say uh, I don't I don't care how good that fight is or how significant it is. I will never watch Chocolito Gonzalez versus Roberto uh, Angimarez or whatever you just said. Yeah, I will never yeah. watch that. Yeah. I didn't know they fought twice. I'm going to forget when I'm done with the sentence that they're going to fight a third time. I'm never yeah, going to ask yeah. about it. How long exactly. have we been going? How long have we been going? Uh, how I, deep I, think, are we? I think this is a good time to wrap it up. But I, I think know, this is a good time to wrap it up. Uh, uh, I, I do. I mean, I had a juicy. I wish we would have cut some of this other shit out because I had a fucking juicy thing 
lined up for today, but I, I think we're going to save it to next time. I think, I think I'm going to shelve it. I think I'm going to okay. bench it. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep it warm and put it on the hot plate, put a hot light over it. And it'll be yeah. ready for you guys next week. Next um, week. With that said, I don't think I got anything. You good? I think I'm good for this week. With that, peace out. Bye.